Hey y'all, it's your girl Nick, the host of Confessions of a Single Black Girl, and thank you for joining me on tonight's episode. This is episode two in our Guy Chat series. I am joined by the wonderful, the marvelous, Mr. Marlo. Um, <laughs> I've been uh, waiting to do something with him, and the idea just popped into my head because we're always going back and forth about this particular show. If y'all do not understand or do not know what I'm talking about, it is insecure, okay? I love that show, and clearly he's a not-so-closet fiend of that show like I am. <laughs> he is, what did he say? I think he said he's the chairperson and the treasurer of, of Lawrence Hive. I'm done. Anyways, guys, enjoy the episode. I just wanted to come in and give you a precursor to what we were talking about because my original recording got deleted. And thank God for Zoom because I was able to record everything and catch it for y'all. That's a blessing, so I'm happy. But enjoy, enjoy as we talk and comment on the season thus far. You're getting a point of view from a man and a woman, so I love it. And again, this is God Chat Series, Episode 2. Enjoy, guys. In the house. And you took it outside. <laughs> I was always taught that as a little kid. What happened in the house, what you see in this house, and what you hear in this house, uh-huh. doesn't leave this house. You never had that sign in your... You don't know about that. Right, yeah. So, so basically what happened in the house is you forgot the schedule. Carry on. <laughs> that makes you feel good getting that out. So, guys, as I said, this is my co-host for tonight, Mr. Marlowe. And he... One time only. One time only no, based I on these like I feel like this is going to be a thing. I feel like you're going to enjoy this. Like, <laughs> this is going to be like... Continue. Life, you know what I'm saying? Because this is the first time we're even meeting, honestly. You got a little low right there. I need to hear you. I said this is the first time we're even meeting. Yeah. Y'all got low because I was trying to drink tea at the same time. No, no, you, you just, your, your whole volume mic situation, you got to come back to where you was at. You see this control issue you got here? I just need to hear you clear. That's, That's it. a Libra thing. We're not t- Let's talk about insecure. <laughs> How about that? We're talking about insecure today, guys. <laughs> so... <laughs> so we supposed to start with episode one, correct? Episode one. Okay, so... Molly and Condola are in the mix. They're gotten together. They are doing Molly's event, her Condola-like event for Inglewood. Issa. Um, Issa. I'm sorry. Ooh, Issa, you're right. Ooh, child. We're not ready yeah. to talk about Molly yet. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping the gun. Okay, so they're doing Issa's event, um, her Condola-like event for Inglewood. Um, Coachella. Coachella. What am I? Coachella. Coachella. I'm going to say it wrong. Like, it's I'm, Coachella. I'm going to say it wrong. Say it with me. Coachella. Oh, Coachella. Oh. Coachella. You saying controller? Yeah. Like what the? What's that? Yeah, but the thing is, is like in five minutes, I'm gonna. That's a Drake song. Yeah, but I'm gonna say that again. <laughs> <laughs> but continue. I'm just admitting that I'm gonna say it wrong all night. All right. Um. <laughs> so um, so they're in the mix and they're just finding out how they actually are connected by Lawrence from Amanda Seals' character. Right. Still can't remember her name. <laughs> yeah. um, it'll come. It'll come to us. It'll come eventually. Um, Tiffany. <laughs> there you go. Tiffany, Tiffany and Kelly. So <laughs> Tiffany is telling them how they actually know each other. She let the cat out the bag because she felt like it was time. And um, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I, the way she went about it was kind of funny. It was messy. 
Um, <laughs> but I think she was just like, all right, they need to know sooner than later, so we're going to get this out. And, you know, before that, Issa and uh, Condola, they had a really good thing going on. I feel right. like they were similar mm-hmm. in certain ways. They were both creative. They, you know, Issa was trying to, I know Issa not at the same level as Condola was trying to make things happen and, you know, be a mover and shake. And Condola was already that, you know, Condola, you know, she was funny, kind of goofy, you know, very just kind of like welcoming in a way like Issa is. So they had a really good chemistry, I felt like, before it was found out that they shared <laughs> Yeah. a man at some point or you know like kind of like dropped a bomb on them um but at the same time i kind of liked um even though you say it was like messy i kind of appreciate tiffany for that because it's just kind of like nah y'all need to get this over with them right with right now. right it wasn't yeah when I you know messy, it wasn't terrible you right know, grand scheme. it was you know Right, because she the, was doing it. She was doing it for the greater good. I don't think right, she was anything. Because in the end, the backlash would have been on her. Like if she had waited till after the whole event happened and been like, "Oh yeah," you know, obviously Condola would have showed up with Lawrence and it'd been like, "Hold up," right. <laughs> you know, and it just right. that would have been an awkward situation. At right, her and then it would have been like, "Oh, so y'all knew? Somebody right. knew?" Right, and then right. it would have been real bad. So. You know, so, you know, episode one, that happens, and it just kind of, like, the season builds from there. From there. You know, from so, let's So, let's hop over to your boy, Lawrence, since you, we all know we're your team, Lawrence. Hashtag um, Lawrence Hive. <laughs> I, I'm the treasurer. Lawrence Hive. I'm the treasurer, and I'm also on the board of the Lawrence Hive. Really? Right. How much oh, money wait. have y'all raised? Huh? <laughs> How much money have y'all raised? Just chill. Don't, that's personal and confidential. There's no need. There's what do you no need. do with this money? Do you don't worry about that? Don't worry about that. Don't already? worry about our pockets. I mean, about I feel like I need to know. Worry I'm about the pockets I'm of the, the, the confessions of a single black female. <laughs> worry about them pockets. All right, don't worry about our pockets. Okay, you see, you try to help somebody out. All right. No, nah, don't worry about our pockets. Forget it. <laughs> don't count, don't count, count our dollars. <laughs> Excuse me. So, um, when Lawrence finds out, he acts like he is not bothered, but he clearly is bothered. And he tells his foolish friend, <laughs> his foolish friend, um, and his friend tells him he has to nip it in the butt, but not to, but not to tell Condola, tell Issa. I felt like that was kind of shady because I was like, why is the only person that he's talking to Issa rather than Condola? That's already keeping a secret. Yes, I agree with that. Um, the way I guess he, I don't know, maybe I'm jumping episodes, but I'm, you know, I guess you don't got to go so strict with it, but mm-hmm. we're just let, letting the story play out. When he went to speak to Issa privately, I was like, mm? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I get it, but this can't, if this comes back on you now, you're in trouble, right? Because oh, you went to see her. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you went to see her. You couldn't come and speak to me, but you right. went and you went behind my back. You called your ex. You made arrangements with your ex. Right. You saw your ex. Right. You know, and I don't know about any of this. Right. That's kind of, you know, you can get in trouble for that. So. Right. But I, mean, I understand like, why he did it. He I, wanted Issa to not change what he had going on by saying anything about him or, you know, you know how it is when girl, you know, you. I was about to, I was about to say something would get me in trouble. People talk. Mm-hmm. You know, people talk. Yeah. Um, girls talk. Excuse me? <laughs> what was that? You was nothing. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so people talk. So, you know, you get friendly with somebody. You might just say, oh, yeah, my ex-boyfriend, Lawrence. Or he, oh, he used to be a bum and da-da-da-da-da. You know, and be shitting on him. 
you know. So he wanted to make sure she knew, you know, don't don't do that. Like this this is a limited situation with y'all two. But here's the thing, like he has such little faith in Issa to think that she would say something like that. Why like, would he have any faith in Issa? Why should he? Hello, he hello. On Eight him, blatant. Yeah, but coming to an understanding. Hold oh, on, no, hold no. on. No. At the end of before, no. wait, 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 Mr. Marlowe. Before he met Condola, they were coming to a place of is cool, like you know, and where they were talking to each other. So why would he think that Issa would automatically be like throwing shade in his face, like? to condola like when she's doing business with her that's that's not even the way to co- um condone like business. i think one of the so, one of the things he was really he was saying, saying was, was let condola get to know me on her own but here's the thing here's the thing i feel like i can't understand that but the fact that he went alone to meet with her the fact that he felt like it was important for her alone to have this conversation i i felt like no it was kind of like i'm gonna just divide and conquer type of stuff like that's how I felt because maturely what he should have done was have a conversation with all three of them together that's what maturely that's what he should have done I think because because they're doing business together and you don't want to um have friction in their business deal because obviously her and Condola like each other whatever and I don't have some big issue with Issa right now. So we're not together. I don't like her anymore. I don't want her anymore. So we can have this conversation together. We're like, listen, guys, I don't mind y'all working together. It is what it is, rock out. But can y'all not talk about me when y'all are together? I think that that would have been the better way to do it rather than speaking to Issa or Condola separately. Just speak to them both together. Because now that throws, that throws like a wrench in the game when he's speaking to Issa by herself. I think what you're saying sounds great, but I don't think that's not how the world works. I think that's very ide- idealistic to have everyone come and sit down and have a meeting. Like, that is so... Because men be scared to do stuff like no, that. No, 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 no. There's no need for that. That's a lot. <laughs> All are scared to do stuff like that. All he, that's that's too much. All he had to do, <laughs> all he had to do was talk to Condola. Condola's my new so, because the thing Condola's is, my Condola, new shuddy, right? No, no, the reason why he couldn't just talk to Condola is because it's gonna make it a bigger thing, and then Condola would have would have like subconsciously it's so wrong it's so wrong if no because make- that's how women are that's how women are point blank her man comes and tells her oh i don't really want you to she gonna be like oh there's something deeper here that's not what if he goes if he goes about it that way but if he went to her and said hey look you know i heard that you and Issa are doing business together you know i think that's great i think what she's doing is super positive you know i don't have anything bad to say about Issa, but our situation didn't work out you know let's just kind of address the elephant in the room you know, and just, you know, keep our relationship, our relationship, and let's not mix. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be a limit. I get you guys doing business, but, you know, there has to be uh, a cap of where your relationship can go with her because of you and me. It's just like, right. you know, it's just an awkward, it's just an awkward, awkward, like- inorganic situation. And I'm sure she would have been like, I agree. And it yeah, wouldn't, it would, it would have worked out better for them in the end. Nah, that would have backfired for them too. I'm sorry. That would have backfired because then she would have to tell Issa, like, let's not talk about Lauren. You don't got to tell Issa that. Her loyalty is to Lauren. No, because they were just like. Her loyalty is to Lauren. She don't have to tell Issa nothing. Her loyalty is to Lauren. Her she loyalty is to both of them because she's. No, it is. You're her tripping. As a friend. You're wrong. She None of them. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. She met the both of them. There's a business. Stop, stop. In all actuality, she met the both of them at the same time and actually met Issa first. 
because she met Easter at her hey, event first. Wait, wait, wait. Her. Stop, stop. It doesn't matter. So he is sleeping with Easter. Uh, it doesn't matter. So it wait, matters. so it wait, because he puts his penis into her, that means the loyalty is greater than the friendship. The, the friendship with her and Issa definitely was not as deep as what she had going on with me. Clearly, it wasn't because they ended up breaking up in, further in the season. So yeah, that is they broke. Sense. Yeah, they broke up part and part. Because Lawrence is still stuck on Issa. <laughs> Let's continue. Let's continue. <laughs> we not All right, we're going to just agree to disagree. Yeah, <laughs> so now we're flash forward. And, I mean, in the midst of this, Issa's dealing with Molly also who is kind of being like subtle with her shade. <laughs> well, not really subtle at all. She's kind of being like... No, Molly... She's saying it clearly. You like shady. that. Molly's super shady. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Molly's super shady Um, and just letting out her true feelings about Issa, which I think is pretty corny. Mm. You don't need friends like Molly. You right. Know? Molly throwing shade, telling her shit. You know, at the, at the first kind of event she had a little soiree for the uh for the block what, what was it was it the block party is that what it was called? party yeah um she had a meet and greet so she had a meet and greet mm-hmm. right, a little mixer um and molly throwing shade molly was jealous of her yeah. and condola yeah she definitely she was, was jealous of her and condola condola was helping her out her and condola were gelling nicely kind of like her how her and molly used to gel right and you know Molly seeing that she was hating and she, you know, she made her move to hate on Condola and it just went yeah. left. And I felt like she was happy to hear something negative so that she can like embellish on it yeah. by saying, Oh, you love the mixy, you love the messy. And it's just like, that was not, that wasn't nice. Why does it have to be messy? Like, if they decide to be friends, like I said before, they connected before any of that, right? Before they knew about Lawrence, whatever, whatever. They had already met at Condola's event. Then after she saw her again at Tiffany's um, baby shower. So it was already something that was meant to be. And if they're already meshing and flowing, why do you have to throw some kind of um, dagger out there to cause insecurity in her head to make her feel like she should be this like hateful person toward her? Mind you, probably already in the back of her head, she's probably already feeling away because when you've been with somebody who you are like waiting for them to come up, (laughs) <laughs> as a woman you waiting for this man to come up and then he comes up but he comes up and you're not in the mix and now somebody else benefits from that you already feel shady we heard it in the Beyonce song you already feel like what the hell like she's getting the benefits of what I went through when he was in ego right there you gotta get rid of that that That's is ego, ego but but it's normal well guess what it's human nature and it is right on it, it. Pray it away. I mean, you can pray it away, but it it what it is. It's reality right now, right? But the whole thing is, she didn't need to add any extra tension or shade to her just because she felt a way that she was not being called on for help. Right. You know? Because it's like, if I... And imagine if she did call on her for help, right? Because... Well, she eventually did. Yeah. And then she, then she decided that her relationship was to be private <laughs> at this point when you need my help. But that was, again, Molly being shady. And I just, it's kind of sad because she is like the epitome of a uh, shady ass front of me. But she's been shady from the beginning. I've been said this from when she snitched Isha out. <laughs> I was like, that's not a friend. What, what like, to Nathan? Huh? To, to Nathan. Lawrence. 
to Lawrence from from episode from ooh child what did I do sorry y'all from from season one when she snitched um Issa out and she blew up the fact <laughs> about um Daniel right okay it was her who did it <laughs> I was like that is not a friend like I get when you get mad at people you go off but. Mm-hmm. I am very wary of friends who go off and they tell your secrets when they get mad. Can't be trusted. That's, yeah, you cannot be trusted. That's, that's not your friend. Like, yeah, from from season one, Issa should have backed away from Molly because Molly is not a friend. She's somebody who's going to blow up your secrets in your face to embarrass you and embarrass you in front of other people. That's not a friend. That's not a friend. I so I, just, I don't know. I just feel like she's been shady. She's been doing this. So I was not surprised by this season. I actually was waiting for it. Like, it's time. Yeah. It's so. been, we kind of just been waiting for, you know, this to blow up, you know, blow up. You know, the mm-hmm. dynamite was lit for a while. We just waiting for the boom. Mm-hmm. So it finally came. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I guess speaking of dynamite and, you know, blowing up, I guess we could kind of talk about um, the fight. At the block. Oh, wait, let's 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 transfer back. Let's let's go back. Let's step okay. back for a second. All right. For actual blow up. Let's talk about like how she assumes things though. Molly, if you she has this in this whole season, she has this um knack for making assumptions. So she saw Issa talking to Lawrence outside when they were at Tiffany's house visiting. Right, right. She's like, Oh, she back with him. It's like yep. It's like, what? She's talking. She just expects the worst out of Issa at all times. Exactly. You don't respect like, her. What the hell kind of friend is this? Like, you always expect, like, I'm just doing whatever for a man. And that's right. the idea that she has. Like, everything is about a man. But in all actuality, Molly moves where everything is about a man as well. So it's like, how are you judging her right. when you do the same thing? <laughs> it makes no sense. That's a good point, man. That's a really good point. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. How you know Molly is very hypocritical, but mm-hmm. here's the thing: Molly, she probably feels like she can do the things that she does in this farm because she has a good job, mm-hmm. nice car. You know, she's a lawyer. You know, so she's you know she's all sweet. Used to driving Lyft and being a uh, an apartment super, you know, right. super, you know, apartment super. You know, so East is not as glamorous. Yeah, right now. East ain't, gl- East ain't glow up yet. You know what I'm saying? East ain't glow up yet. <laughs> no, she glow up. I felt like she glowed up. I would be your apartment supervisor right now. What? I don't got to pay rent. No, no, no. I get it. <laughs> no, but like, I'm just kind of like. It's not as, compare that to being a lawyer. Right. That's when you think like you're so all and mighty. Right. That's how she thinks. That's and, why she can look down at Issa. Right. And you're not humble. She doesn't have any humility. Right. So it's like kind of like Issa's supposed to be on my ass. Issa's supposed to be begging me for help. Mm-hmm. Issa's supposed to be dependent on me. And that just goes back to when people have um, a codepend- uh, unhealthy co- codependencies and they don't realize it. And also the one thing that I noticed in, throughout this whole season is that it's a breakdown in communication, period. Like, they don't yeah. know how to communicate. There's things they want to say, but they're not saying it appropriately. And one of the one of them is always, like, attacking the other. Right. In communication, right? What came first, the chicken or the egg, though? Because I always felt like Molly was the one who created this contentious environment between her and Issa with that aggressive communication. I feel like it's her style. And I feel like she did the same thing with Andrew. I remember her storming out the restaurant at that time and you know, so Andrew kind of went and matched her energy and was like, yo, this girl don't even really like me like that. And so right. he didn't put too much into it because of her 
because of the energy she gives off. That's what I always feel. I always feel like she gives off this, I'm too tough. I don't need anybody, yada, 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 you know, type of energy. And I feel like the same energy she gave to Issa, same energy she gave to Andrew, but deep down inside, she really soft. And she right, and she harbors on things like she doesn't know when to let go, and right. then she brings her assumptions on over. Even the guy who was like he had a, a a sexual relationship with a man one day, and when she saw him again at um Condola's event um in season three, what was it, season three? Mm-hmm. And she saw him again at Condola's event, and <laughs> she just assumed that he was with his gay lover. Right. <laughs> And it was his brother. <laughs> and it was like, why are you always making these assumptions? And it really comes to head in this season where, like, she's constantly, constantly making these assumptions. Like, damn, girl, you just don't learn. Mm-hmm. And I got to get, okay, we'll get to Andrew because I really appreciated Andrew in last night's episode because <laughs> he's a good boyfriend. Like, he's patient. He's clearly trying to be patient with her and understand, like, she got issues. Like, there's things that she said, and he was like, hmm. Okay, so <laughs> you know it's like, like I'm not even gonna go in there with you, but okay, that's how you feel, you know. And I just appreciated that about him from uh from a boyfriend standpoint. Like he know his girl got issues, but he trying to deal. Um, now let's go to the fight. So the fight happens. I completely thought it was so inappropriate. Number one, where did she get off selling Issa? it's not appropriate for her to use Nathan to get to Andrew. She would not even know Andrew if it was not for Issa's, um, Issa's relationship to Nathan. Right. So it's like, how are you going to tell her that she can't talk to Nathan? You, she went through you. You could have took all the clout, all the glory, but you didn't want to. So she went to Nathan. Right. And clearly he was like, let's do this because he believed in what she was doing. And he didn't want to see her fail, so why not hook her up with the connect? And that's what it, and to me, that's what it all boils down to. You wanted to see your friend fail, right? You wanted to see her fail. You want to see because you know why landing, landing that event successfully, landing a big artist makes Issa more, you know, closer to being an equal with Molly because right. she would have became hood famous, right. You know, she'd have been all the blogs. She would have got all the clout. It's not even making her equal. It actually makes her above because Molly's just a lawyer. So let's let's let's. let's I mean, I wouldn't go that I'm far yet because it's, it's her one event. Lawyer, no, no, no. I'm not knocking her. But honestly, the way culture is right now, we love a festival. We love our curl fest. We we love our Coachellas. We love we love all the festivals. Coach- Coachella. I'm gonna say it wrong. I told you. Coachellas. Coachellas. <laughs> <laughs> Coachella, wow, that's why they ain't having none this year because you disrespecting the name Coachella. No, we're not having that because of Corona. Let's be clear. Oh. <laughs> you combine Coachella and Corona, Coachella. That's what you did. Okay, all right, I got it now. I didn't understand before, but I do now. All right, whatever. So <laughs> we love those things. So when it comes to that, we kind of respect people who do stuff like that way more. Honestly, I'm yeah, nah, I see what, I see what, I see your point of view. Right. So it's kind of like, oh, she did this though. So at the same time, she's gonna she's if she continues doing this, she's gonna become way more right, cool. right. She's not only Molly, it's gonna yep. be like, you coming me coming to me for the connect. You know yep. what I'm saying? Facts. And um, Facts. and I feel like that's kind of like. It played in the back of Molly's head because 
you know, Andrew was sitting there with her. She's sitting there. He's like, yo, this is, she's like, this is dope. And he's like, yeah, it is, right? Like, you see, like, yeah. this is dope. Like, he was trying to tell her, like, like, get off your friend's back. Like, you know? And she's just, like, still something sparked in her when she heard that she went through Nathan and she had to go off. And it was like, Molly always going off on somebody. She don't yeah. know how to control her anger and her temper and to, like, talk to someone in an adult way. Right. That's not the place to have that conversation. You could feel how you want to feel, but it's like, as an adult, you're my friend. I respect you. I'm not going to disrespect you in front of people. And that's where I was just kind of like, she don't have no respect for Molly. I mean, for Issa. Like, right. she has no respect for her. Because I would never, it doesn't matter how crazy or whatever you did to me it's your event it's your day i'm not gonna like make a whole big commotion in right right agree agree man it's said a lot about her that she handled the situation the way she handled it she embarrassed her she ended the event you know the little after vibes everybody mm-hmm. getting food from the food truck mm-hmm. you know she, she ruined that you mm-hmm. know um and it just says about it just speaks to her lack of respect for Issa and also how self-centered she is because she wasn't the one to connect the dots. Right. She could have had that glory, but she rather ease a struggle mm-hmm. and then, you know, then help her. So, right. you know, it worked out the way it worked out. She should have just ate it and she didn't. She wasn't mature enough to just eat it. Right. And it's just kind of like, you said something that was correct. Like she's very self-centered. And I think like that's something that people aren't really recognizing. She's very self-centered. Like mm-hmm. if, if it's not all about her, if people aren't surrounded in like being like, what's going on, Molly? What's happening with Molly? Um, why isn't Molly married? Why is it like, you know, everything about it's not like it's like it's like a problem for her. So she has to create she has to create a drama. Right, right. No, I agree with that. Um, yeah, no, that was to me, I think that's like the point of no return. You know, for me, that would have been the point of no return. I know it's a show. So they probably may become friends again. But, you know, I guess the episode after that, you know, Issa saw her and I would have done exactly what Issa did when Issa saw her in that that spot getting food. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and she just did the about face. I thought that was so cool how they came back to that yesterday. Honestly. Yesterday's episode. Like, but I would have did the same thing. Yeah, I feel like I would have. I don't know. Honestly, if I really wanted that food, I was going there and ordering my food, but I was going to act like I didn't see you. I'm like, <laughs> I don't care. We would have been at the same bar. You would have been right there, and I would have just been ordering my food, waiting for my food to come, because that's just me. Have you ever dealt with a frenemy situation like that? Because I feel like men deal with this situation way oh, differently. Yeah. yeah, it's just not It's just not as talked about. But yeah, no, I've definitely dealt with it. And sometimes it's better just cut your losses, man. You just kind of see, like I said, there's a point of no return. I think her ruining the end of her event was a point of no return. Like you respect me that that little that you would go ahead and do that. It's something that you knew meant so much to me. And first of all, you didn't try to help me when I wanted the help right. to execute that situation. So um, I think that, you know, I think she should just leave Molly where she at, honestly. Right. See, I don't know if I see them never being friends again, but I do know like at this moment, it's kind of best that they just have their separate lives because until Molly really gets the help, because as we've seen in yesterday's episode, it just kind of shows like Molly just don't know how to (laughs) hold her tongue. Now she went off on Andrew's brother. Now, did you you think that that was organic though? Like, I I usually love the writing of the show, Mm -hmm. but I kind of felt like they forced that. I'm like, 
they you know they forced like her reaction. I'm like, Molly got a bad attitude, but she's not like like the Issa thing. It look how long it took for her to come to that right. point with her and Issa. Mm-hmm. For that for that to happen with Andrew and his brother, I feel like it was a little far fetched. I feel like the writers. I, I feel like it was kind of like lazy writing a little bit. I don't feel like it was far fetched because of Molly's personality and like. But to do that at a resort, meeting your boyfriend's brother for the first right. time in, but in that's public. Showing, but that I felt like that was to show how Molly is really spiraling out, right? I guess so. And, I, and, 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 and hence why she called her therapist and was like, I need to talk to you. Because that was like the epitome to show her, like, you are spiraling out. You need to stop. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? So it's like, it's, I, I, I completely agreed with her. Right. The fact that that woman was probably singling her out because she was black and was like <laughs> she's on the resort. I feel like each each of us can can um, atone to like having that experience um, at some point in their lives. I agree with her what she was saying to his brother, but the way that she handled it, I don't agree with because at the same time, if you're trying, if you're dating for marriage, right? Because that's that's what she claims like she's dating because she wants to get married eventually and this is the man that you're currently dating and you would like to you know end up with him at some time <laughs> in your life i don't really think it's smart to put a wedge between yourself and his family there was a way to handle it and she could have just been like you know what it's clear that you're not going to see where I'm coming from and I definitely not going to see where you're coming from so let's just stop this conversation and they could have just continued on and a lot of people I guess don't know how to do that and clearly Molly was just like yeah I'm not doing this today like I'm gonna cuss you out it's like to tell his brother f you I was just kind of like whoa at the end of the day sis like that's still his brother even though he was out of line I just felt like ooh. I don't know. I, for me personally, I don't think I would have done that. Like I, like you don't have to like his brother. You don't have to personally want to hang out with him and stuff like that. But to like disrespect him is kind of like to disrespect your boyfriend. On the first meetup. On like, the first meeting, like that's what I'm saying. Like that was like, woo, child. That's what I felt. Okay, and I, I guess now that you're saying it, what they were trying to illustrate is that Molly has now spiraled out of control. Right. Because I felt that Molly is more classy or more classy right. than than that but if you know people have bad and low moments and this is her bad and low moment or bad and low moments you know the block party right so that's what it's just showing like a series of her right no but i guess the block party thing i kind of just likened it to you know like i said the stick of dynamite that's been lit for a while so I guess but she's, carrying, she's her, upset still. She's upset. She's all right, even do that at a black at a black party yeah. in front of other people yeah. to, your, to your best friend. Like she was, she was hitting below the belt. Right. Like right. they both was, but I mean, she really started it first, and it was just kind of like, sis, like what are you doing? Like yeah. you know, and then you turn around and you and you said that, and <laughs> this is why I say like, cheers to Andrew because. He the MVP because I don't know if I was if I was in that situation and that was my family, I don't give a shit who you are. <laughs> like, don't cuss out my family. Right. Like, unless they put their hands on you, they really was like using. The, then I can understand. But if we're having a discussion, granted, is that is inappropriate? You know, whatever he's saying, whatever, whatever. You, I still expect you as my better half 
or my other half, my significant other, to handle yourself appropriately. Because now it's like, who really looks like the fool? Y'all both look stupid. You brought this girl around? This is the girl you dating? <laughs> exactly. That's how much. This is this exactly. the girl that you dating? How long y'all been dating? They didn't they have been that long for her to be acting exactly. like Exactly. But that's also a like? thing, like, I was saying to my friend, I was like, that's the thing about when you date interracially, too. Because... Yes. I'm sorry. I keep on saying this. I'm like, they, they, they could be fine as hell. That's great. But are they going to understand your struggle? So... They can't <laughs> understand it. It's something that... They, I mean, why would like? Do you understand the struggle of Jewish people? Do you understand exactly, the Asian exactly. people? And not to compare their struggle to ours in any fashion. It's no comparison. You know, I think our struggle is the let's not even. Yeah, if they have struggles. I should have something else. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I'm not even comparing it like the whole that. So point is that system, but, but everybody has differences and different exactly. outlooks and points of views. So not you know innately they're not going to understand but you know that's something that you share and teach and kind of like you know as time goes on and it's just still too early for them to have had those kind of deep conversations and understand that so for her to act like that is it like like i said man it shows or like you said it shows her spiraling out of control because i felt like at most her snatching the towel from the towel girl was acceptable Right, tilt it there. Tilt it there, and that's why I said, I said, "Let it go, let it go." Right, she had to say something in the pool. I was like, I would have just said something to Andrew. I would have just talked yes. to Andrew about it yes. and let it be done. And that's kind of why I felt like it was forced a little bit. But I hear what you're saying about the spiral. She was just spiraling out. Mm -hmm. She felt like, well, I should be able to tell these people. No, you, you don't know these people. Like, don't. Because right. I was like, it's never gonna. Listen, I had friends who are. <laughs> Asian and their fight and my fight is not the same <laughs> like you know they'll hear something and it might not hit the way it hits me you know what I'm saying and granted I'll hear them say something I'm like black people have been dealing with that for years like you know it is what it is like no shade no tea but okay you know and it, it, it's just like it takes time for people to understand like oh we've been fighting the same fight forever okay and some people do handle it like well they do it to me and i'm gonna just let it go because i refuse to stoop to their level and that's cool that's cool for them it's not cool for you so once you hear that it's just kind of like shut it down right for you to turn around and get so upset where you now come completely out your character and look crazy it's like well that's your that real talk like i'm dating a girl and it goes down like that you know, yeah, and, and the whole family go know now. That's a big, that's a big black mark. That early, that's mm -hmm. a big black mark, and there's a chance that I'm probably gonna hop out of this if that's something that happens. Like, see, and that's the thing. I'm like, is Andrew gonna hop out? I don't he know, might. but he, he might. might. He might. I he can see might. that happening. I feel like he's probably on a three strike kind of rule. Like, let me see if there's gonna be a third time. He's definitely not doing well. I can tell you. <laughs> she's not doing well. He's I agree. Doing. I'm like, so, he's not doing well. To that point. What do you think is going to happen in the rest of the season? Like, what do you think things are going to pick up from here? Well, I think there's probably, how many episodes left? Three or four? Probably, yeah, right. Because we're at, what is it, episode six or seven? That was seven, I believe. Okay, so yeah. So. Four left. Yeah, so it's four left? Probably. I didn't even look to see how much they have scheduled. Okay, so let's call it anywhere from three to five. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no more than five. No less than three, I would say. So right around there. Um, what would you like to see happen? And what do you think is going to happen? So what I would like, I don't know what I think is going to happen, but what I would like to see happen is Molly really get a grasp of 
herself and be more aware of her triggers and how to react to her triggers and really really um go to therapy seeking the guidance to cope with certain things because i feel like up till now she's been going to therapy but she has not been truthful to it um to gain the emotional maturity that she needs to handle her triggers and all these things to break cycles because she's she's kind of like she's kind of like she wants this i feel like she feels like if she has the relationship that's going to solve all her issues and it's clearly not Nope. you know it's clearly not if, if anything it's making it worse <laughs> you know the fact that she has the relationship and things aren't still are still not the way she pictured it is a clear sign that it's making it worse because yeah. her expectations right so i'm hoping that she can see herself and see like how for this entire relationship with her and isa she has kind of been the negative stain and i'm not saying isa's it's perfect. perfect. It's not perfect. But at the same time, Issa has not been like this negative person from the beginning. And right. she's been a lot more honest about her ish from the beginning. Right. You know I mean? She's more transparent. Yeah. She's way more transparent that like, yo, I'm a mess. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But Molly is, has this idea. Oh, I'm the perfect sorority girl. I graduated from this college. I'm a lawyer. Everybody should want to be with me. <laughs> Any man should want to marry me. And it's like, obviously, that that whole stigma that she has wrapped up in her head has really played played on her mindset. Even, like, with her family relationship. She's just now forgiving her father. Crazy. Which, I'm not going to say it's crazy, but I'm going to say this. It's not your Everybody business. else in the house? It's so not that, You that special, Molly. The lady that he committed... The infractions against mm -hmm. has gathered up and moved and forward. let it on. And things right. are good. And the house is happy, and he's taking care of his wife. Everybody living good, living great. But you're so special. But here's the thing: and you're so, so important. Here's where I am gonna. That do. you must hold a grudge and Wait. sully. No, no, no. Family, See? family gatherings, which is no, sound no, no. See, Mr. Marlowe, here's where I am gonna defend Molly. When you are a daughter. And you grow up in a two-family household. Your dad is the person that you look up to as the um, idol, I guess, <laughs> for the man you want to marry, right? So now when you're like, oh, my dad is not perfect. My dad is cheating, cheated on my mom. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It kind of breaks you down a tad bit, if not a lot, inside. Okay. Because now it's like, so is any man perfect? Or is any man going to be good for me? Because now my dad has completely um, killed that for me. Out of that dream for her. Yeah, that dream is dead. That dream is dead. So now it's like, what the hell? So I can understand, honestly, for me, going through like life i can understand where she's coming from with that because it's like if your dad is supposed to be the person to show you the type of man that you're supposed to entertain the type of man that you're supposed to have in your life mm -hmm. and then you see like your dad did this grimy stuff to your mom it's like what the hell it's kind of like okay so all y'all men is just garbage like you know that and not to say that's true but that's just the idea that comes into your head because mm -hmm. now the dream is something that you said before on confessions of a single black female so um or so I'm sure you said it before, but you know, 
Well, you, you definitely just explained something to me that I did not consider and I accept that. And I'm all like, you know, I just want the people listening to know I'm always willing to learn and grow. So I accept that right there. Whereas, you know, you idolize your dad and he is the picture of what you would like your partner to be in the future, especially if you had a good dad, he was a good husband to your mom. So I get that. Now, what I will say to that is, how come she has, has she gone and, I don't, correct me if I'm wrong, has she, has she gone and talked talk to her dad about this? See, and no, she did not talk to her dad. She talked to her mom. She didn't talk to her dad. She talked to her mom. And that's where I was kind of like, you're holding this grudge against your dad, but you didn't have an actual verbal conversation with your dad about how it made you feel. More um, toxicity. Right. But Molly. Because, but that's because Molly is not a good communicator. And hence why she just blows up. That's why. That's why she just blows up because she doesn't you know. You really just put blistex on in the middle of the conversation. Excuse me. That's my crazy. List, my list has stay moisturized. Yeah, aren't you? Aren't you posting this video? I mean, I probably am, and uh, transparency, like they gonna see me put blistex on, and like you acting like I was wiping my ass during this video or something, like <laughs> like I put blistex on. Do you not put blistex on in your normal day? Just, you just did it mid. I mean, mid combo. That's all. But yeah. I think that Molly should talk, should have talked to her dad and, you know, try to hash things out. You know, she probably would have got a good convo from her dad. So you were saying that you would like to see Molly go seek therapy, whatever have you. Yeah, and really kind of, kind of comes to terms with the way that she's been handling things and realizing, like, it's probably not for best. Because even in that same episode, when you see the beginning and you see Molly's side of it and you see like she's seen Issa and she's like, oh, here we go. She was just expected. Like she was. Yo, you crazy. see how <laughs> high she was? She thought she was no. like, she, she fixed herself up. She, no. moved, she <laughs> I was like, wow, ain't this some ish? All like, she now she got text messages on her yep, phone. Yep, like, oh, let me check my messages. Let me check my messages. We had no messages, sis. Like, you was just ready for her to come and say sorry because that's what Issa always does. So I and and I said it like I'm so proud that Issa did not do that because that reminded me. I've had my own friend of me situation. I had, and I'll be honest, like I had a friend from when we was two years old, and we do not speak to this day. But it's because I finally said like. Enough. I ain't do nothing. And I'm not gonna kiss your ass. If you have right. an issue with me, come and speak to me. There's no love lost. Like, I don't love her any less, but it's just kind of like that codependency, me coming and resolving the issue right. that I didn't cause <laughs> right, right. is no longer, like, that's all above me now. <laughs> like, it's just like, I'm not about that anymore. Like, no, like, I'm a slave to no one but God. Like, that's the, that's the way I see it. Like, you're not, you're not going to be more important than me. Yes. In this situation. Yo, people, people, go ahead, I'm sorry, a lot of people. A lot of people don't realize when they're in those type of relationships. Yes, yes. And, and you need to, like, take that control of yourself because but, God don't want you to be in no relationship like that. But hold on, when you take, a, when you take back control of yourself, the person who you were friends with no longer has a use for you because you're not doing what they want you to do. So exactly. you, all right, so you could exactly. go now. And you become this like bad person. And it's yep. just like when the way I hear her talking about Issa, I'm just like, yo, this just kind of like resonates so much in my life to the type of friendship I had with my old best friend, where it was just kind of like, what the hell? Like, 
I was there all the time. And I'm like thinking about all the times Issa was there for her. And she acting like Issa is like the dirt of the earth. Right. <laughs> like she ain't never come through. She always was the one helping Issa. And I'm just kind of like, in all actuality, how have you helped Issa that much except be a friend? Like right. that's what friends do. Right. You, know, you need help. I'm going to be there for you. You were her best friend. Like that's what you, I just don't understand. Like, how can I call your friend? If you just someone sitting by waiting for me to fail, like, I don't agreed. agreed. I totally agree with that. You know, and those relationships, you know, full disclosure, man, they got to end. So for me personally, what I would like to see, I would like to see Issa not repair that relationship with Molly. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally feel like it's irreparable, but I do also know that I might be a little bit more harsh, a little bit more, <laughs> more grudgeful than others. Mm-hmm. Um, full disclosure, and I, you know, something that I work at um, is not being super grudgeful, but I think there comes to a point where you realize somebody just don't respect you. You cannot buy somebody respect. You cannot make somebody respect you. So when somebody don't respect you, they can't stay. Right. So to me, I would like to see Issa part ways with, um with Molly. I don't think she needs Molly as a friend anymore. Mm. I would like to see her have another event, be successful and grow her thing from there. Um, it would be cool if her and Condola kind of patch things up if possible. I, I, yes. I really think, I agree. I really think her and Condola is a good friendship. Even though, yeah, it's a little mixy because Lawrence done messed it up. Well, no, it's fine. No, we're not doing that. Um, we Lawrence are doing that. Lawrence messed it up. I would like Molly to be, you know, that's it for Molly, but I doubt that's gonna happen. But um, you know, he says have another event, and I, I, I think Andrew should leave Molly behind too. I think Molly, I, I think Molly needs to get stripped down. Molly needs to get stripped down like a car yeah. in Brooklyn on bricks. Yeah, right. Man, a car and in Brooklyn on get, bricks. I'm built back up. She needs to, <laughs> she needs to get stripped. That she needs to realize. She needs to be at, you know, have that moment, that Fresh Prince moment when she look around the the, the apartment. Or the house, and this is empty. She needs to have that moment. She I can't definitely think she needs to be humbled. I definitely yes. think, and I feel like she's going into her humble season. I, yes, and, and you that's see it coming, even at work. Yeah, even at work, even at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's happening. She's she's definitely going into her humbling season, where it's like, damn, and I and I definitely see that happening, and I hope like she really learns from it. I don't, I don't think that Molly Issa is over, but I definitely think that their relationship is going to be completely changed. Yeah. Um, it's not going to go back to be like, oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> no. It's that's the, but that's some of the worst shit. When you and yeah. somebody mad close and they, I got to do that fake shit. Oh, that's annoying. Like, they definitely have to build that back up, and that takes time. So that's going to take, like, a whole nother season for them to build that back up. But I would like to see, like, how they prosper without each other also to see, like, um, if there's going to be growth, especially on Issa's side, connecting with healthier relationships, you know. Um, um, what I wanted to talk about, let's talk about Lawrence, because you're trying to run from your boy. No, I'm not running from nothing. Okay, <laughs> so let's talk about your mixy boy. <laughs> mixy? He's a mixy. He's a little mixy. He had that whole argument with Condola. Right. And Condola put him on the spot. She, she straight up said, if Issa did not cheat, you would not, not be with her. And that's okay. And what's your point? The point is that he's. What I would have said, I would have been like, you know what? That was the whole argument. I would have been like, Lisa. I would have been like, you know what? I would have been like, you know what? You're right, because I loved her, and honestly, you guys. He still loves her. That's the point. I would have been like, 
you guys remind me, you guys have a lot of similar qualities. And that's why, like, I don't know if people picked up on that, but Condola has a lot of similarities. That would have been terrible. Cause I know, but I would, but I would, but you know what? You asking questions, so I'm going <laughs> to give you some truth. You want answers? I'm going to give you answers. You know what I'm saying? So I would have hit her with that. And I would have been like, I would have been like, because that's such an asshole question. So I would have given her again. Like, he, either way, he would have been single then. Said, right. So I'm going to go out. So I'm going to go out like Queen Latifah said it all. You're going to go out with a bag. I'm going out like Queen Latifah said it all. Like, that's a dumbass question. It's a dumbass question. So I'm going to give you a dumbass answer. I'm gonna, I would have been so sincere about it. So I, like, I don't think, I honestly do not think that was a dumbass question. I think that was a real question from It's a dumb from, question to ask somebody that. No. So if you, so if your ex didn't, if your ex didn't fuck your credit up, would you have still been been with him? Yes. Now that's oh. not the that's but let's let's be clear. That's not why she said it. He was trying to accuse her of some ish because he's insecure. He was being insecure. So I don't agree like, with his. I don't agree with what he was doing. Right. He I was trying to accuse her. So she he was he rushing her. It. So wait, so wait. Now she's been dealing with everything. She's been cool about it, and you want to turn around and accuse me of still being in love with my ex? If anything, I should be saying that to you. And but it wasn't his fault. Her I, friend, her drunk ass friend, which I know you can relate to. It don't to matter. Me. Your friend is drunk. So why are you even taking them seriously? Like, come on. Like, hey, man, drunk. drunk. Hey, what they say? A, what is it? A, a drunk person's words are sober man's thoughts? Or no, whatever. I was just tipsy over some rum punch and, you, and I was giggling the whole time. Was you taking me seriously? I would never take you serious, but that's another oh. story. <laughs> that's a whole nother story. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like seriously. that's where that came from. She don't know where it came from. You would never take me seriously, seriously. Then go ahead. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know she she don't she don't know where he's coming from with that. So, but also I think Lawrence was wrong mm -hmm. because Lawrence, you know, he dealt with the heartbreak, mm -hmm. then he dealt with failure in his career, finding success in his career, dating a lot of women, having fun, back on the rebound thing. You know, he caught a little something, something, needed some penicillin, but that's no big deal. Thing <laughs> happened, right? That's no big deal. Um, no big deal. And, you know, so now, now Lawrence is seeing his kids buy homes, I mean, his friends buy homes, have kids. And so he's just like, all right, I'm ready now. But you should not go into a situation with somebody being ready and thinking they're going to be ready because you're ready. They might not be. She was in a different season of her life when it came to relationships. She was trying to take it light. She just came out of something super heavy, you know, and he projected his wants onto her, which is not fair. Right. You know, so he was wrong on that end for sure. And I think he really went out like a sucker in that kitchen that day. Yeah, he did. Um, but I still think that question that she asked, I hate Well, that. do you think that maybe Lawrence should have discussed that in the beginning with her? Like, what are you looking for? No. I, I'm looking for? I got to chill with that. What? So you, you don't think choose. that people wait? So, listen, so you don't man, think, you that so question? Wait, 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 wait! You don't think that people should say what they're looking for in their dating season? Like, are you serious? That makes no sense. I'm not a huge fan so, of that. But like, right out the gate. So, so what you, are you looking for? No, no, no. So you don't know what you're dating for. Like, so if you're dating, if you're dating, you don't think that you should know what your what's your purpose? I think you should find out your purpose. And things organically opposed to that's, that's BS. So when somebody that's asks, complete BS. No, that's complete BS. Also, you need to know your aim. To so me, here's to the me, thing. It's akin to it's akin to when people say, "So tell me about yourself." <laughs> I mean, I hate that question. I agree. I hate that. Tell me about yourself. We hanging out. We hanging out. I hate that question. I, I find it to be the same way. So what do you? I understand. For? No, no, no. Hey, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Right? You know what they say? What they say? What? 
See, this is the problem. This is the problem. They say that, right? When you meet the person, you meet the right person, mm-hmm. you just know. All right, well, we're about to find out. We're gonna figure it out. If you're well, the right like, person, here's why. Here's why I don't think that's true. Here's why I don't think that's true. We're gonna figure it out. Here's why let, I don't let, think that's true. Let, the let, person let. that you may fall in love with and decide to marry may be the person that annoys the hell out of you. I'm just be honest, because my I remember my sister telling me about her husband, and she said when she first was 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 um, in communications with him, they were not interested in dating each other. It was just like they were doing business together or whatever. Whatever. Mm-hmm. She's like, I could not stand this man. She's like, and you know, she she said she even prayed on it. Like, God, why are you, why are you having me deal with this man? He's so annoying. Like, you know, stuff like that. So I do not agree with that. The person that you may end up with is the person that you're gonna be automatically in sync with. No, like I feel like that person may annoy the hell out of you. But 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 there may be some place along the line where y'all just start to mesh. But I just hate that question. Here's the thing. I don't think it's not it's not to question the person in that way like what are you looking for no it's kind of like i just feel like when you're dating you should know what you're dating for and i just feel that way because i'm like if you're just dating to (laughs) see what happens like (laughs) you date until you find someone but you should know personally what you're dating for (laughs) until you find someone is worthy enough for you to stop dating what okay. you're still gonna date you're no, still gonna date though no, it's when no. you're dating around you're the the, the, no, the whole premise you're talking about now, is man. dating around you're dating to find someone so you no longer have to date but you're still gonna date that person when you find them regardless right. i'm saying you no longer have to date other people okay so when That's you're a- dating around is what you meant to say yeah. No. When you're I dating said, around, when you're no. dating multiple people. No, when when someone asks you, when someone asks you, what are you doing around? Oh, I'm just dating. That means that you're not exclusive. You're dating. So I don't need to say dating around. Welcome. Welcome to Marlo's. Welcome to Marlo's. Welcome to Marlo's TED Talk. <laughs> Yo, okay. Because Marlo's. that's crazy. When somebody say, What are you doing? Oh, I'm just dating right now. That means that you're dating. You're not exclusive. Now, if you say, oh, I'm exclusively dating someone, then that's a different story. I could say I'm dating and be exclusive. And I could be like, I only date one person at a time. Listen, I when you're dating, that. right, you're dating to try to find someone so you can date them exclusively. and get That is true. I'm not denying that. But, right. that. but the whole thing of dating, whether I date exclusive or I'm dating around. So the thing is, you should just know what you're dating for regardless so whether you start dating you're dating various people to find the one person to just date alone what is your purpose of dating right because eventually you want to find a mate right what'd you say (laughs) what'd you say i didn't say anything you said something up, you were proud. If I said something, the mic would have picked it up. I didn't say nothing. The mic definitely picked it up. I just didn't pick it up in my ear. Oh, that's, that's a you problem. Don't be a punk now, Mr. Marlowe. That's a you problem. Anyways, if you're dating, you should have a reason to it. Your your own reason. Like, whether or not, like, you should know if you want to get married. You should know if you just want to be in a committed relationship for the rest of your life. Okay. And just have kids. Okay. That's my point. Okay. I agree with that. 
Okay, so in, in in that way, you should be able to find out if that other person is on the same page as you because then that kind of like is like, do they check that box? No, they don't check that box. So whose fault, so, so who's fault is this, Condolas or Lawrence's? I feel like it's both of them because they did not have that communication to say, right. okay, you got divorced. Are you interested in remarrying? If not, yeah, but not now. Like they didn't have that that um communication established already. That's why I'm That's like fair. Okay, so you see, you just like to argue with me. I nah. Know. I realize if I'm if I'm going back and forth and I'm debating and I realize that, you know, maybe I, we're having a misunderstanding and that I can adjust my views, I'll do so. I'm not I'm not too proud to do that. So I'm not misunderstanding you. So <laughs> you seem disappointed that I'm able to pivot and you know and give props where it's due. Excuse me, I'm not disappointed. You want me to fight. I, I want, want all the props. On. I want all the props. Okay. I want I want all the praise. What is that? Give me all of that. This is my post-its. I like to write on post-its. Black post-its. Oh, so you write in cutesy, colorful pens? No, I write it in gold or silver, and then I put it on my wall. Oh, so you post it and also remind yourself, I am glorious. You are beautiful. You Why are not? strong. Why not? You are mighty. What Why is not? it? Terms of affirmation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sage everywhere. Let's no, get it. Confessions of a single black female. <laughs> I don't sage hey. anymore. We got incense. That's what else whole, we got? That's a whole, that's a whole episode along What else we got? <laughs> I don't sage anymore. I might put stuff that I want, my goals, and maybe it might be affirmations to other people, or I'll put up scriptures that I connect with and stuff like that. But I'm vision gonna... boards. We need it all. I don't even have a vision board. It's just my post-its, honestly. We need it all. I mean, whatever. Hater. <laughs> As I said, I appreciate all the praise. I, I don't, I'm not disappointed that you can pivot. I like that you can pivot. <laughs> you just like arguing with me. That's the uh, whole point. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Whatever. <laughs> whatever so yes i felt like lawrence played himself and i going back to the beginning when we were talking about lawrence and i just don't feel like he should have spoke to isa i don't feel like that should have been a conversation he had with isa especially one-to-one because it, it it harbored a whole idea of secretiveness and so i was not surprised when condola came at him was like i'm the one who should be concerned because you well, got I mean, remember what happened in the cafe remember what happened in the cafe it was like like that like See, Lawrence is clumsy for that, man. He is clumsy. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Y'all talking? All right. Yo, I'm, I'm going to run to the bathroom. I'll be back. <laughs> and I'm going to take Matt along. Right. And honestly, that's how it should be. But I feel like because they're in this weird place where we're, we're trying to be friends, we're trying to be cool, and we don't want it to be awkward. And love is still there. Right, and there's still love there because if there wasn't any love there, it really wouldn't be awkward. If it wasn't like you right. still love this person, it would just kind of be like, yo, this I'm just, this is the homie, like I'm cool with them, you know. Um, and and I guess that's something like that comes with like just growing, like they just have to grow into that. But now you break up with Issa, I mean, not Issa, I'm sorry, Condola. You break up with Condola, and then you're texting Issa. What's her name, her name is Condola. Okay. <laughs> Yo, I can't stand no, you. Because your D is really not pronounced that well, so I couldn't even... I thought you just call her it's a Because I'm a nasal talker. Okay, that's unfortunate, but continue. <laughs> Y'all can't stand him. <laughs> Anyways, you break up with Condola, 
Okay. And you are texting Issa that night. Thoughts? Mm -hmm. What's up with your boy? <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> I think that I think he's a little he's a little scattered right now. He needs to gather himself. Really? He's being impulsive. He's being uh -huh. emotional, which you know I've done it. I've been there, and you live to regret it. Um, and you and then you learn from it. You understand what I mean? Um, so I think that I think that's one option. The other option is, or other um, logic is, is that maybe the whole thing with Condola made him realize that his heart really lies with Issa D. Okay. You know, so if that's the case, then you know. Hey, what's up with your boy? I mean, he going after what he wants. I wouldn't agree with it. I wouldn't support it. <laughs> right. Because if he's it. happy, if my boy happy, then I'm happy for him. I'm a, you know, he, I got his back. But I'm not saying, yo, go ahead, go be back with the young lady that cheated on you so viciously and so So viciously? It was viciously? Pornographically. Wait, what? Yeah. Nah, we're not doing that. I was, nah, yeah, nah. Pornographically, you acted like he saw it. I like, saw it. <laughs> I saw it, and that's my boy. You know what I'm saying? So I'm protecting his interest. I saw it. Oh my god! Oh I my god! god. Why is it that men have a hard time taking women back? After We're not doing this. That's, that's another topic. We're not doing it. But women take. You're about women. to open Pandora's box. No, it's not, not Pandora's if box. It's want, reality. If you want to have that conversation, that is a separate. You gonna have to talk to my booking agent and try to get me to come back on. I'm not doing. I that. will. I'm not. I'm not doing that topic. Because <laughs> I'm not trying to be on here with you until you know ten and after. We have the conversation, so I am gonna have to bring you back for another guy chat. It won't even be insecure. It will just be straight on that topic. <laughs> um, but I'm sorry. I feel like men make it too big of a deal. They cheat on women all the time. Women take them back. Sounds like, you know, you're talking from the Maybe. point of view of a female cheater. So keep on. I mean, I was a female cheater. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I can tell. It's, it's not about you can tell. I've said I know, But I'm saying, no, no, it's not about if that. I can tell. listen to the past episode, I have cheated on boyfriends. And I'm not, it's not something to be proud of, but it, it, it came from a place. So like I said, like you said, let's be clear. <laughs> like you said, is that the red flag? <laughs> like you said, like you said, that's a conversation for another day, but it does come from a place and I'm not proud or or em embarrassed of it because it's something I could tell you don't you see you don't seem not proud. You know why? Because it's something that I've evolved from. And I've honestly told each and every one of my exes that I cheated on that I did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's a whole that's a whole episode for another day. Yeah, I I told him. Yeah, I was honest and I've evolved from it. I know where it well, came I'm from. Oh my goddamn phone! I'd have been like, <laughs> nah, like I had to. It's because like through therapy and things like that, and like honestly delving into my spirituality, I had to figure out where it came from. It came from a complete distrust of men. So therapy got people going back and telling people they cheated. Like, hey, you didn't know this. No, no, no. No, my therapist did not do that. No, no, no. But I cheated on you. No, no, no. My therapist, and I'm sorry. My therapist did not do that. It was a whole nother thing that right, we're not going to do that. People, but that's a whole nother story. But no, when people, I'm not ashamed of it. It's my past. And I'm I just feel like, 
whatever. God don't want me to feel ashamed of anything because once he's forgiven me, then it's done. Like whatever, whatever. So it's not for me to put, to be for, um, to feel shame for, but it's for me to learn from. And if I could teach another person, like why you probably should not do that. <laughs> and if I could tell another person where it's probably coming from and why you kind of just probably need to leave that relationship rather than going and trying to like do some tit for tat, then yeah, I'll, I'll tell another female, like, this is why I did it. And I don't think you should do it because at the end of the day, it's not gonna help you, you know? So if I can grow from it and I can teach another person, then yeah, that's why I express it. That's why I say, because I'm not perfect. And my show is about transparency, <laughs> Mr. Marlowe. <laughs> so why not be transparent, right? Salute to you. <laughs> Talking about you could tell. Don't be trying to throw shade. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, don't be trying to throw shade. Sorry, okay. I had a moment. We've all done things in our past, in our history. And that's why I'm just kind of like, I don't really see why people can't let go of things a lot faster because everybody's going to hurt you. I don't care what anybody say. Like, I've come to learn this. My friend, I have a very good friend who expresses this all the time. She's like, people are always going to hurt you, but you have to decide who is worth, like, being hurt by. No. It's who is worth fighting for and, and doing life with. It's, it's not about who's worth being hurt by. It's just, like, it's, it's just the fact that who is worth doing life with, point blank, okay? You're going to get hurt. It, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't care how much we try to fight. And that's why most people nowadays are so afraid to, like, date and have relationships because they don't want to be hurt. And they look for perfection where there is no perfection. People are not perfect. Whatever. I was profound. I was profound. No rebuttal for me. Good. I'm glad. Now, anything else you would like to add to this insecure recap? You didn't say anything about all you said is that you think Andrew's gonna break up with her. I did. I, I did. I said everything. I said, I, I think Issa, what I would like to see happen is Issa move on and have another great event, right? Mm -hmm. And to, you know, her career to take off in that vein. That's what I would like for her. You know, her really getting her bag. You know what I'm saying? And then I want Molly, I want Andrew to leave Molly because he deserves better, <laughs> right? When it and comes then, to relationships, though. And then mm -hmm. I, need, I need Molly to have that time, that solitude to right. self-reflect and see that she is the silica, the silica gel in the shoebox. You are so stupid. Right? She, needs to know that. <laughs> she needs to know that she's that thing that people got to stay away from. She needs <laughs> to know that. Do not eat. Poisonous. You're stupid. You right? are so she stupid. She's the silica gel in the shoebox. Wait. Molly. As far as their love lives, though, do you want to see Issa and Lawrence back together or Issa and Nathan? Your real talk for the hives? On the hives? Nah, I don't want to see that. <laughs> um, it will be, I mean, for them to be cool and be friends and be partners, that'd be dope. You know, and maybe, you know, he might be like, yo, you a condola really, you know, y'all should probably go back and be friends type shit because y'all really were doing good things with each other, and I saw that y'all got along well, or maybe him be a liaison to kind of patch them two up. Him and Condola, that shit left, because right. Condola don't want what Lawrence wants, but they should be, Condola was just such a good person 
at the onset, even though I know everybody was crushing her for dipping out on Issa, but she did a lot for Issa, you know, she leading up to the event. And I know it's still unprofessional what she did, mm -hmm. but we all make mistakes and she was in her feelings. She was emotional, right? So, <laughs> Yo, you're so, so, so I would like to see Lawrence <laughs> be the liaison to passion at Nathan and Issa, maybe they'll get back and do anything, but I don't want Lawrence. I don't want that. I do not want. I kind of do want Lawrence. And, like, part of me wants Lawrence and Issa to get back together. Necessarily this season, but I am all for Issa and Nathan though, because I love their chemistry. Like, I felt like he was the one who kind of was like motivating her. Like, he, even though he went through his own mental health issues, like he was the one who put the battery in her bag. Like, I think she should have. She should have titled it what he said when he called it Coco Cella. I like it. Right. Coco I'm, about to, I'm about to create an event called Coco Cella. I'll be down. I'll be there. Like, nah, I didn't even invite you. I didn't say nothing. No, I'm invited. No. <laughs> in the same area. Like, I, invited. Like, where you going to have it? You can't have nothing out here in my in my town. No, no, no. I'm going to have it in Brooklyn. It's going to be in Brooklyn. First of all, that don't make no sense. You don't live in Brooklyn. No, I understand that. But there's a hold on now. Hold on now. Hold on now. The reason why. You why something out here me, you want to tell me about, you know what? I'm not talking about my event no more. Moving forward, because we don't need to talk about my. Come on, tell me about your event. Coco Cella. I want to be a vendor. But <laughs> um, <laughs> you can't tell me not to come. Yeah, Nathan was invested yeah, in what Issa had going on, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind Issa and Nathan doing anything, but I don't want to see Lawrence and Issa. I don't want to see. Them. I don't. I feel like it's going to happen. Lawrence and Issa is going to happen. It's at some point. But I do want to see Lauren, um, Issa and Nathan because I just felt like they were just like a dope mesh, like from the beginning. It was like charismatic. God was working. <laughs> and I just felt like they were good. Like they were good. Like, I mean, it sucked the way he handled things. We didn't get to touch on that. It sucked the way he handled things, but I'm glad like he's back. And you know, he's trying to be a supportive, if anything, a supportive friend to her, you know, um, rather than pushing the relationship or um, them getting back together. He's trying to be in her corner to let her know, like, I'm here. He's not well. <laughs> he's not well. I don't think it's not it's, it's necessarily like he's not well. People hear mental health issues and they think like, oh, this person's not well. Well, I mean, he's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He has issues. Well, we all do. Forgive me if that was insensitive, but what I'm saying mm -hmm. is that he's he's not in a good place. And let me tell you how I gathered that. Okay, go ahead. The thing that he pulled, was, <clears throat> right? Mm -hmm. He pulled that stunt, and then he was up late that night watching some next crazy shit on TV. Mm -hmm. I don't own his laptop. I don't know what he was doing. He was tripping. He couldn't sleep. And then he had mentioned to Issa when he had first came on scene that he did not want to be cutting hair and barbering. He said that he did not want to do right. that. And that's what he was doing. So I was like, yeah, this dude is not in a good space and place. He specifically has said to her that he didn't want to do that out in L.A. Right. But maybe he's just in a period of transition. That's yeah. not, that doesn't mean I'm just saying he's just not in that. I just think he's not in a, right. in a place good enough for him to be pursuing a relationship with Issa. Or I mean, that's neither here nor there, right? Like, I think he's just doing the right thing right now, just kind of being uh, a friend and building I, it and just kind of. I feel like he recognizes what they can have. So he does not want to lose that. So he's or ruin like, it. Right. So let me stay and connect with this person right. so that when I get to the place. But why do men do that? So here's the thing. <laughs> I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Men feel like they have to be here 
to pursue a relationship. And that's not necessarily true. Another topic for another day. Lord, you always cutting off my topics. Right, because those are good topics. They deserve more time. Oh, so I hope that your um, Booker let that topic happen, you know? Booker? That's what you call it? Booker? Your Booker. <laughs> Leave me alone. My booking agent? Your booking agent. Your Booker. What? What's the, t- what's the I'm, difference? I'm going to text you my cash app in a second. <laughs> Excuse me? No. No. I should text first, you my cash app. The first one is free. <laughs> you should be paying me. I'm not paying you, Mr. Marlowe. After that? See my smiley face. Like, that's payment enough. Yep. Don't play me. <laughs> anyways, anyways. But I just feel like, I don't feel like he, I don't feel like it necessarily has to do with him being sick. I just feel like because he mentally couldn't deal with life, whatever he was going through, it is what it is. He had to like step back, but now he's here because he's like taking accountability and he's like, well, this is it. And I want to start mending what I broke. So, you know, even when he came to her on her birthday, he basically, he realized he messed up. Like it was messed up for him to just go ghost like that. Mm-hmm. You know, people can, you can go, you can take time for yourself, but it's, it's all about like expressing to a person, like especially vacation, Right. And saying like, you know, I need some time and letting them know. And then that's all cool. Right. So yeah, I'm hoping I'm I'm rooting for Nathan and Issa. We'll see, but I just know that it's gonna be a Lawrence and Issa situation. I don't know why you don't know that. Nobody, <laughs> that's not what Black America needs. That's not what Black Twitter. Needs. Black Twitter. <laughs> black Twitter does not need Issa and Lawrence. Black together. Twitter doesn't need Issa and him back together. Okay, well we'll see what happens. We'll see what mm-hmm. happens. Maybe Issa gonna still be alone. Who knows. That's all right. Let Issa get her career off. I'm cool with that. Right. But I am proud of her because she she's doing big things. So I would like to see her continue to have more events and, and just like growing, you know. And oh, let me just end off on this. <clears throat> the episode before the last, a lot of people did not like it because it wasn't as drama filled and <laughs> whatever, whatever. But I thought it was very introspective in the fact that like Issa really did not she didn't go on her same patterns of like let me go hit up a man and go hang out with him because I'm dealing with something mentally and I just can't she went to her mama and I thought that was so dope because you've never seen Issa in any of these seasons go and reach out to her mother that was dope yeah and even like before that the episode before that that communication that she had with her brother who they always like at it but they had a real good sit-down moment where they just talked about herself, and her brother was like, whoever is going to be with me, they just going to have to take me as I am. And I love that he said that. I love that he said that. I love everything about that moment. And then flash forward to the next episode where her mother, and her mother was, like, really affirming her and telling her, like, how proud she is of her and how, like, you know, she sees her blooming. And I, I just kind of, like, liked that, and I felt like it was definitely needed in this whole entire season because this is the season where Issa is blooming so i'm like i was grateful for it and i liked it i don't, I don't know how email spoke yeah you know what um i was one of the people who had said i did not like the episode entertainment value at the surface wasn't that great however the messages or the message and just you know just seeing isa be touched by her mom in an emotional fashion i think it was a great message to 
young black women, black women everywhere. Because oftentimes, black girls and their moms, they be having this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They be having this. And the moms be so proud to not, you know, whatever, forget her type thing. We need more of that love from the moms and the affirmation from the moms. Mm -hmm. How you doing? How's life? Because the shit that moms done went through that scarred her insides, your daughter could be going through it too. And you really got some dope advice to lend. And I know that, you know, girls be quick to try to, you know, leave moms and, you know, because girls want to go do their own thing. And I know it's hard to have two queens in a castle. So, mm-hmm. you know, you leave moms, you move away. You know, you see moms, you know, holidays here and there, once every two weeks, a couple times a month, you know, but that bond is not old. You know, you live in your life, your mom live in her life. Bond is not crazy strong. Not every girl going to their moms and saying, hey, mom, this happened with so-and-so. Right. And, you know, not every mom is like, hey, you know, I feel like moms is like, you know, my mom is nosy, uh, you know, that type of time. And you don't want to really talk your business, but sometimes... The best resource or the best advice you can get from your mom. From your mother. So mm-hmm. that that's why that episode was positive and good to see. So yeah, and it was it, it, it's good to even see the last episode because in comparison to Molly and Issa, how they're both going through something and how one's spiraling out and one's kind of like she thinks she's spiraling out, but she's really not spiraling out. It's a lot more stable. <laughs> yeah. She's actually more stable than the other one. So it, it, it was really interesting. And I'm, I'm, I don't know. I like it. I can't wait for the next episode. It's a great show. It's a yeah. great show. Um, shout out to Issa Rae. Real yep. talk, man. She's a genius. Yeah. She has a gift. And I feel like the show is very needed for Black culture. And you know, a lot of people don't really get that. I, I, I always say to people, like, I don't know how you don't watch the show. Like, people who tell me they don't watch the show, I'm like, I don't know how you don't watch it. Because it's so relevant to our issues. Um. Yes. Even like the little comic backstories, like they're looking for um, what's her name, Latoya or whatever. Yeah, that, that, and that's what a genius. That's what a genius. That's when you know somebody's really a genius because right. they got a show inside the show that we want right. to. Right. Exactly. So, um, what was I gonna say? At first, the show. I remember one of my homeboys had told me way back when, like, "Yo, don't watch the show with your shorty. It's gonna start trouble." I remember that was. I remember that was like the. But now. It's it's balanced out because there's things that I'm sure women don't want men to know that gets exposed on right. So right. overall, man, I think it's a dope show. I think Issa is super dope. Um, much love and respect to her. The writers, you know, the actors and actresses. I know I give Molly a hard ass time, but shout out to Yvonne. Um, <laughs> Yvonne O. Um, so yeah, salute to the show. Yeah, I love the show. And I'm going to just end off with saying thank you for coming on. Um, we'll definitely repeat this. I don't really care what you say about this booking agent. You can't uh, make me do anything, so you have to send the front, send the funds. We'll talk. We'll talk offline. It's fine. I'm not sending funds. All right. You're just going to do it because I'm okay. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> um, so, listen, we'll do this again. As I said, um, right. I don't know if it's going to be an insecure episode, but I, you know, I dropped a lot of gems out there um, <laughs> for follow up. Let me know. Yeah, I definitely will let you know. I mean, it's not like you're going anywhere this summer. So, anyways, um, yeah, I would like to thank all. <laughs> That's that face was funny. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> you just remembered you ain't going nowhere. Okay. <laughs> So I would like to thank all my listeners. You again, you can catch me on Instagram at I'm just Nick 2.0. You can catch the show's Instagram page, Confessions of a Single Black Girl, and our email, confessions of a single black girl at gmail.com. 
Thank you for listening. Be blessed and have a good night.